Welcome to Lissy Land. I'm Court. And I'm Liz. We're a remote couple, you know, just living a dream. <laughs> Working remotely. Um, and we're just telling you all about our daily life and our travels. Yeah, it's not too interesting, but it is very interesting. <laughs> Welcome to Lissy Land. Enjoy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And we're live. Hi, from Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, welcome back. It's been a minute. Uh, the last time we talked, it was, I think, like New, uh, New Year's Day. Was it that long ago? Yeah, it's been about exactly one month. Yeah. That's not good. We got to up our schedule, man. <laughs> we got to up our schedule. I mean, no, for all not, six no. of our listeners? It doesn't matter. We got to get some consistency. Okay, that's fine. Last time we sat down to record when we were in Gulfport, and I was like, uh, I don't really have that much to say. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's why I thought Remember? it was sooner. Um, but yeah, so we want to tell you guys about Florida and our yep. trip there. Um, so tell them about Gulfport, Cordy B. Gulfport was uh, amazing. So, small little quiet town. They, it's really, uh, they love individuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no problem with masks or any of that. Like mm-hmm. we didn't have to worry about that, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were very welcoming, saying hi. Nobody was weird about things. Mm-hmm. Warm weather, thank goodness. That's all I really care about is the warm weather. Outside of that, yeah, it was just a great time, man. Great vibe, great spot we lived at. Shout out to Todd and his wife. Like, yeah, it was a great spot. Yeah, I thought it was great. We really got to lean into routine there. Um, yep. One of our goals was to walk five miles every day, uh, and we came pretty close to it uh, every day. And yeah. uh, uh, close to it, or we hit it. We hit it. Some days yeah. we we walked eight miles, um, which was great for us because we just spent so much time outdoors and got to really focus on, you know, what makes us happy. Right. Um, and so that was great. The town itself, like, we didn't do too much exploring. We went to St. Petersburg twice, um, went to the beach a yeah, few like times. Yeah, like the actual downtown of St. Petersburg, yeah. But overall, we just really stuck in Gulfport most of the time. This We were in the house all day. Mm-hmm. And then, what, we would walk in the morning before mm-hmm. anyone was really out. It was a few seniors, which we got to know them. And then mm-hmm. we would walk middle of the day for lunchtime, and then we'd walk in the evening. Yeah, and what was lovely about our workspace there was we had a sunroom uh, with a daybed and a, uh, a table, and it yeah, was just was great dope. to be in the light during the day. Yeah. Um, so really happy with that spot. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, I think being able to have that sun to hit us, because you would work in there all day, and then I would sit outside on the, mm-hmm. uh, like on the porch area, kind of the outdoor porch, and just work there. So yeah, that was pretty dope. That's yeah. Pretty dope. So... Definitely we'll be back there again to visit because I just, when you think of Florida, you think of the major cities and like huge high rises and like condo developments and stuff like that. And Gulfport was just a really quirky little town with lots of little bungalows. So it wasn't like touristy and we don't like touristy spots for vacation. Yeah. And that's, that's outside of COVID. Mm -hmm. Like even before COVID, we didn't like touristy spots Mm -hmm. because you really don't get a great sense of of what's actually there yeah we we like to immerse ourselves into actual community and for the thought of it to for anyone thinking like martha's vineyard is a touristy spot we go during off-peak oh, times yeah. so it's like the tourists aren't there mm-hmm. so the other great thing about gulfport is my family came to visit so i got to see uh some of my family which was nice uh 
they stayed next door to us. And so it was just really nice to uh, have an Airbnb that, you know, had that option because we got our own quiet space at night, but we also got to see them, you know, on the weekends, etc. Right. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. Other... Uh, so then we so we spent four full weeks there, one month, and then we came back up here to Charleston. Uh, and Court and I really uh, wanted to go to the Mount Pleasant area, but in f- also too shout yeah. out to your pops for showing us some, introducing us to some other areas outside of Gulfport too. Like yeah. he told us to check out some beaches, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. It definitely helped us to get out and about. But yeah, sorry. Um. So Charleston, we came to visit, and we really loved this Mount Pleasant area, and Court and I wanted to visit there. But unfortunately, there was no Airbnbs over there, especially none that had a kitchen. And so we <laughs> were staying in North Charleston, which is about a 20-minute drive. Um, and we in the hood. <laughs> in the hood. Yeah. So... Wait, but the place is sick inside. Okay, the, the place inside is so nice. Outside is pretty nice, too. It's a large yard in the back and the sides, mm-hmm. but it is the hood. Yeah, it is. It's like we're not going on lunch walks here. Yeah. More hood than Dorchester for those that have been to Dorchester. And for those of you in Maryland, it's like Eastover. So for those of you familiar with the DMV area, it's like Eastover. So we feel, I mean, we feel safe here and... Like, the inside is so nice, and we spend most of our time inside. Yeah. Uh, and it's really forcing us to get out and about and go different places, whereas if we were in Gulfport, we just mostly, almost exclusively stayed in Gulfport, and here we're actually exploring the whole area. So we're going to get exposed to a lot of other places we could potentially enjoy. Yeah. Um, and so this weekend, we'll probably see... Um, my family again and then most of the time here it's the temperature is supposed to tick up to 70s starting next week and so I'm excited to just you know spend more time outside and walking lots yeah uh, it's definitely in the mornings we went to that beach I don't know what what beach that is but it is Sullivan's Island. Island. Sullivan's yeah. Island that beach is excellent yeah so I if if you catch court and I just go to the same beach every day this month uh yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. What's that that app that does the 30 days, the picture for 30 days? Oh, yeah. One second every day. You did that for Gulfport. Yeah, I'm doing it again. I already have uh, some uploaded for this month. Um, But, yeah, they're mostly just going to be pictures of all Sullivan's Island (laughs) Beach. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a great view. Mm -hmm. I mean, shoot, this morning was excellent. There's nobody there, so perfect. Mm -hmm. You love anything on autopilot, like that we don't have to think about it. We just go. Oh, yeah, it, it simplifies. Less decisions is more. I, I appreciate <laughs> I don't want to make a lot of decisions. I want to keep it very, very simple. Yeah. Very simple. Uh, so um, some reactions Court and I have gotten in the past um, few weeks to our travels is people are like, keep saying to us, oh, I wish I could do that. Oh, my God, I wish I could yeah, do that. Man. And it has been a really frustrating experience for us to be like, you but can. you can. You can. And not not like you make enough money where you can. Like, if you're paying rent somewhere, then more than likely, you can do it. Even if you're paying a mortgage, you can sell your house. You can, if you want to do something, you can figure yeah, it out. you're not a tree. You're not stuck there. Exactly. And it's been really frustrating because Corey and I are known for... Uh, 
in our circles for kind of doing the opposite of what society expects us to do. Absolutely. And I think us doing certain things makes other people feel like they have permission to do things. And so it's, it's interesting because... You know, my brother and Melissa did this long before we did, uh-huh. right? Yep. And we were like, oh, that is something that we should definitely try. Uh, and us seeing them do it is like, oh, that is possible. We can make that work. Yeah. We can't make that work indefinitely. Like, we're going to want right. to settle. Like, But we can make that work now. And so there's so many things that Court and I as a couple have done that pe- society doesn't really expect us to do. But... Which is so fun. But I see this short-term lease being a thing of the future. Yeah. 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 Short-term lease is definitely a thing of the future. Like, it's almost like most things. is It should already be done. Mm Mm-hmm. But certain people want to hold on to how things were. Yeah. It makes no... And like you say, because of their ego. It's pure ego. Yeah. It's pure ego. Because they don't want to be new in something. Mm Mm-hmm. And seem as if they don't know. It, It makes no sense to have... A long-term lease no it doesn't but as I said it also depends on most people that own those buildings their constituents mm-hmm. the people that also own businesses in that area that they're probably friends with mm-hmm. if those individuals are trying to force their labor force back in the office not like retail stuff but back in the office to work like Roxbury prep trying to get people to go back into the classroom to teach virtu- virtually not to teach students in the classroom but have teachers in the building so that they can live stream to their students at home. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. So because certain people have that ego, they need to validate their job. It's like, that's the only reason somebody's going to be in that city. Like right now, there's no reason to pay Boston rent. Mm, exactly. That's what I'm like, why would I pay rent to be, if we, because we had a month to month lease, why would I pay rent to be in the cold? Right. October 31st, we bounced. Yeah, man. There's, it makes no sense. Now, again, if you own a home, I completely get it. Completely understand. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you could sell it, but I, I don't know how that works right now. I'm not a mortgage guy. I don't understand interest rates and all that stuff. I don't know nothing about that. So keep your house. But if you're paying rent somewhere, yo, just leave. You don't have to pay utilities with Airbnbs. You don't have to clean it. You don't have to really clean it. Not like deep clean it. Mm-hmm. Somebody's cleaning it. And you you don't really have to worry about breaking anything. For the most part, you probably don't really break things. Mm-hmm. But if something does, you'll bounce. They'll fix it. And what, they'll charge you maybe 25 bucks, 50 bucks for it? Like, mm-hmm. just pay it and move forward. Yeah. To me, the biggest thing was utilities, I, I think. Yeah. So we're definitely, now we're, you know, four months into this. And I I feel great about financially our decision. Court and I have had, we've really been enjoying being places. Definitely we're seeing a culture shift in the South. This morning we were listening to the radio and they were talking, they were talking about New York City, like social distancing there. And, you know, down here in the South, it's a lot more relaxed. Um, and since Court and I aren't really at risk for COVID, it's been not even close. Yeah, it's been definitely easier to deal with COVID regulations. I mean, down here, Gulfport is mostly a senior community. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are, are freaked out because of what the media is telling them. But if you don't watch the media, if you don't look at the news, 
definitely being in Gulfport, is is Corona really that harmful? Is is what it is viewed to me? Mm-hmm. Sitting there in Gulfport with people that are above sixty, above seventy, walking around freely and enjoying life, mm-hmm. like. Now, like you said, listening to the radio, Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God, who's from this area that we're staying in, and DJ Envy and the rest of them, they're starting to talk about it as well. It seems like most mainstream media is now catching up to the fact of seeing like, ah, this is super inconsistent, and this is not making sense. Things aren't adding up. Like, of course they're not adding up. Are they, is it killing people? I'm sure it is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, okay. But they have underlying issues that I don't have to worry about. You don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. And if it's people that there are need to worry about that, then they need to stay inside. But everyone staying inside? Ugh. I don't know about that one. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's been hard uh, to, because other people are like, well, you know, I'm not, it's, the numbers are higher here. So like my life is harder. Okay. Well, Get on a plane and come somewhere <laughs> yeah. that is easier. And I understand it's not like, you know, you can't afford it. Like, it's cheaper these days to travel and whatnot. My and we're all saving. From, my aunt flew from Buffalo, New York, to Maryland when we were there. Mm-hmm. Back up to Buffalo for $59. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And if you're offended by what we're saying and it sounds insensitive, then by all means, tell me about your situation and I'll help you find a way to enjoy your life. And yeah, I don't really care about being insensitive. Yeah, you're I better know. person than me. I know. I but don't think I, ju- I just mean it. we can all, there are always going to be a million excuses not to do something. Always. And you and I could have had excuses not to do what we did. Yeah. We could have delayed our wedding. We could have stayed in Boston. There are so many excuses, and at the end of the day, we're just like, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, what are you, you going to do, live in fear? Yeah. You know, live in fear? I mean, you're going to die anyways, Yeah. Is my viewpoint. So, like, I don't know what the difference is. So, we're really lucky that we have remote jobs, and I'm really, you know, happy with, you know, that abil- that flexibility right now. Um, but, yeah. Um... Anything else going on with you, with work, before we jump into what we're loving and hating? Nah, I want to get right into it. I mean, work for me is is uh, picked up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I'm, I'm getting in the habit of making more sales calls, and I'm getting out of the habit of just emailing people, because mm-hmm. I realize that's not a good contact point. So, yeah, it's, it's picking up. My aim is to land three app clients per month, mm-hmm. at the least. Uh, two to three, and and now I'm racking that up to three because I did two last month. So I just got to figure it out. Got to get the formula, man. Got to get the formula. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do, what should we start with, hating or loving, or should we go back and forth? Back and forth. Okay. Number one thing I'm loving. Mm-hmm. Lupin. Lupin was excellent. You've probably already heard me talk about this on social media. Court and I watched it twice all the way through. Um, best show we've seen in a long time. And if you've already watched Lupin, watch The Intouchables, which also features yeah. Omar Sy. And that's the way I know him. My godfather introduced me to him in 2012 uh, with Intouchables, and I watched it first in with the English subtitles. I was in, I don't think I was in Montreal yet. Uh, but I remember him messaging me about it and me thinking like, all right, let me just watch it because it's my godfather. I ended up watching it, loved it. 
and since then I've always talked about it, always talked about it. And so it was exciting to see him in Lupin, and I knew it was going to be great from there. I didn't even have to really watch it, but it didn't disappoint at all. It's a great show. And so this month, our Airbnb does not have TV, um, and so we're taking a little break from television, but... yeah. Which is good for us, you know. I think that we should never rely on it as a part of our daily routine. No, but it does. I mean, this is a terrible excuse. But we have created, uh, well, you've posted on yours. (laughs) What's the reviews? People love hearing our TV reviews. So we've created a little review thing out of it, which is something I'm going to miss. Because it's like after we watch something, you always yell. What do you rate it? And we go from there. Uh Uh-huh. So I'll miss that for a month, but. We'll find a way. I'll, I'll figure it out on my laptop. <laughs> so we do have a movie we're going to watch on Friday. And so we'll probably like watch like one movie a week or something like that at this yeah. point. Just to, you know, and actually talk about and like pick something and take time to pick something good to watch. Not just watching TV to pass time. Um, I think that it... Well, I don't know. Have we, have we ever watched TV just to pass time, do you think? Since Christmas, uh, I, before Christmas, since Christmas, I'd say... Whenever what, we put on TV, it's always to, like, bring us together, like... Yeah, because I put my work away, you come do your thing, and we we, yeah. we watch it. But we've we've reviewed most of the stuff, too. And when shows get bad, we stop watching it. Oh, immediately. I think a lot of other people just commit. I enjoy that. And they watch it all the way through. Court and I are like, mm, it's time to stop. I'm glad. I'm glad you and I are on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. Because that would kill me to have to sit there and watch bad tv or i would just leave and have you sit by yourself and i feel guilty so i'm super glad you feel the same way where it's like this is trash turn it off yeah like what was it tiger king yeah trash yeah and everyone watched it because of the hype but i'm sure if they watched it now they would not enjoy it right there are certain shows even shows we really enjoy will get to a certain season and they'll lose their appeal or they change writers. And yeah. we're like, that's enough of that. I forgot the movie with the, the woman and the assassin she fell in love with. Killing Eve. Yeah. Like, that started out wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff became predictable. I was done. Yeah. But I, do, well, I have Well, Court found... hates when there's a character who has, like, a, a flaw. He, if they don't develop over time, yeah. he... If there's no character development, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. And I we've noticed that about... I don't want to say foreign, non-American movies, non-American TV shows, Mm -hmm. is like those have character depth, character development. It's not predictable. Mm -hmm. It's not a bunch of death and gore and blood here and there. Mm -hmm. It's like it's very well written with a lot of non-American written TV shows. Yeah. And I, they, the writers like stick to like, oh, this is their flaw. I'm going to write it in every episode. And it's so frustrating to watch someone make the same mistake over and over again and not learn from it. Yeah, what was the flight The flight attendant? The flight one? attendant, yeah, because she was an alcoholic. And yeah. she, yeah, absolutely. That was really frustrating. But it also happens more often, I've, I think, with female characters. Uh, okay, I can see that. But there, there are some, like, action ones with men that are just unbearable. Really? Yeah, they're just unbearable. Because it's it's the same thing as the police officer gets drunk, he's an alcoholic, and to get, he lost his wife or he lost his kid, Mm -hmm. and he's taken on this specific task to get, like, retribution for whatever he's done, or 
he's drinking to put his sorrows away, that kind of thing. It's a lot of them started getting predictable. Mm. Yeah, I do. I think it does happen with women more often that okay. they're like too. They always play them as too emotional. Okay. And See, and they fresh... do the opposite with men. They make them not emotional. Right. And then they wake up at the end. They like become emotional at the end, kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. I never Gosh. thought of that. That's good. Uh, well, we'll see. Um, so that's one thing I was loving. Uh, what? Anything you're loving? What I'm loving? Hmm. Let's see. I wrote one down for you if you didn't have one. What do you guess then? What do you got? You're loving the disruption of the stock market. Yes. But that's... Yeah. I guess. I don't fully understand it. I'm not smart enough, but... It yeah. did make it, it did bring you a lot of joy last week. Yeah, it did. I mean, it was it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. But I, I think I'm loving. I was loving Florida's heat. I was loving the warmth. I know that. I was loving the warmth, and I'm loving the, I'm loving the beach vibe. Yeah, it's become clear to us that we need to live within driving distance of a beach, yeah. and I just mean like thirty minutes at the most. Yeah, yeah. I I love the beach vibe. I love being able to walk and breathe fresh air, non-emissions air. Even though you're terrified of the ocean, you mean? Yeah, I don't do ocean. <laughs> and I'm not a typical black guy. I don't want people to be like, oh, he's black. He can't swim kind of thing. I can swim. I know how to swim. The problem is I have a terrifying fear of how large the ocean is and what can Okay, you're you. amused by anything large. I, oh, absolutely. Like we pass a big building and he's like, What? Somebody built it. You make me sound like I'm one of the characters off of Mice and Men. <laughs> Don't make me out to be an idiot. I am just fat. I'm. It's marvelous that they we are able to build such things mm-hmm. at scale like that. You just like are a nerdy engineer at heart. I I love it. Mm-hmm. The fact that they build it and they build it flexible enough to go with the wind, so it kind of embraces some of that impact and sways back. You know. But the ocean terrifies me at what is down there. We have no idea what's down there. And they make up all these theories about, you know, we've, we've studied this and it's like this fish down. You know, we have no idea what's down there. And I have zero interest in jumping into the ocean and just treading water off a yacht or some nonsense. I stand on the edge of it, but that's even still. We walked this morning. And there was jellyfish in the sand. The first thing I thought of was like, there's no need for me to be sitting on this beach. <laughs> I'll walk with shoes on, but I'll be damned if I put my feet on the edge of the water and one of them <laughs> things come up to the side of the water. And they sting me? I saw Jay get stung as a kid. I want nothing to do with that. Oh my gosh. Pass. You're so... Oh gosh, you're too cautious. Yo, man. Hey. Yeah, I've I've survived this long. I think it's worked out. Oh my gosh! All right, let's flip up. No, I feel like we're going in. Things we're going to go with all the loving categories. Other thing I'm loving. Um, I've become a person who does her nails every week. Yo, this here is absurd. Please, 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 explain to the people what you do. What do you mean? Like how? I do my nails during board meetings at work. Yo, it is unbelievable. I, I, I hope everyone's familiar with... Uh, so I prop my computer up so that you can only see from my, sh- right, my like chin Right, like your collarbone up. up. Right. My collarbone up. 
so no one sees the movement of my arms. And I'm quietly one code at a time. Quiet to you. Now, I hope they can't hear it in your headphones because I can hear it across the room. That What's that little foul thing you scrape your nails with? I'm on mute, baby. Oh, all right. Because when I hear that thing scrubbing, I take my headphones on off and I'm, off and I'm always like, what is she? I look over, scrubbing your nails. <laughs> it's like, yo, what is going on? I do my nails during meetings. Yep. And you know what I think of? I think of like me or one of my friends on a cell phone in class when we were in school. And it's like, you make it like you're looking down at a sheet of paper, but you don't realize from a different perspective, you're obviously looking down in your lap at your phone. It's like, they can probably tell. Oh, if I, if you videoed me on Zoom doing it, I'm sure I look ridiculous, (laughs) but I am, I talk through it though. I talk fully engaged talking through it. Yeah, Liz, so what about these numbers? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, because, because that's what students, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, okay, she didn't really answer. Next topic. Oh my God. (laughs) So anyways, I got this tool that allows me to do my... Oh, nails. Yeah, um, talk about it without giving a name because they're not paying us to give their name. Yeah. Well, okay. So anyways, it is a um, silicone, like circular flat tool that you affix to the top of the nail polish so that you can hold it from any angle, which makes it easier to paint your nails. And it's honestly not that expensive and it brings me so much happiness and joy to paint them every week. So this is who I am now. I'm a person who This it. is who I am yeah. now. Yeah, um, and it, I can't even tell you. Well, <laughs> see, here's the thing. I didn't know I could ever do this, but I am uh, one of the books that I'm reading this coming month is about joy and about how people should seek joy and they shouldn't seek happiness. I hate joy. <laughs> <laughs> But they should only try to have joyful moments throughout their day instead of seeking like the overarching long-term happiness. If you have enough joy in your daily life, you will be happy instead of having to seek the large-scale happiness. So I've read some articles on it, and now I'm reading a book on it later this month. But it's really interesting because I was thinking about, okay, what are the things that bring me joy in my daily life? And one of them is just looking down and having my nails done. So, yeah, I, okay. I don't, I know it sounds simple, but that's what it Yo, is. Yo, if that works for you. Also, when my hair looks great, I feel great, so. Yeah, if that works for you, energy. keep doing it. Do your thing. I ain't mad at you. Yeah. Keep doing your thing. Because I like them. They look nice. Thank do you, you do your toenails too? Oh, I get my nail, my toes done. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you Except did both COVID. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. You can cough on my foot. But I'll be what was fine. The last? Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> you talk about outrageous. When was the last time you got your your toes done? In Florida. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. You already cheated me earlier because on my list I have one second every day app. Oh, um, sorry. That Oops. is one of the things I'm loving. If you haven't checked it out, I think it. I'm, we're doing it every 30 days. I'm no, gonna upload it. You're doing it, not me. I oh, but no you're in almost in all of the photos. Which is weird because I don't know I'm in them. Somehow <laughs> you're just taking photos. One day you're gonna quietly upload a post of me of all photos that I didn't know I was into. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. Oh. But I love those candidates. Oh God, you guys, they're always like when my chin is like pushed into my body. They're they're everywhere. They're <laughs> everywhere, every angle possible. Oh, and that's God. my entire phone. I don't even. If somebody goes to my phone, it's literally you 
And the crazy part is I just leave my finger on the button for 10, 15 seconds. So it's hundreds of photos. Damn near the same pose. But I'm all... And then after that, it's all just screenshots of different things I've seen on Instagram that I love. But it's like me at my laptop. Like, yep. it's never anything interesting. No, it's interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, I love the candid moments, man. I hate the stand there and pose and smile. Come on, let's coordinate this. That stuff to me is fake, man. I don't want anything to do with those. And that's why I hate taking them. I, I hate taking them because they're so coordinated. That, that's no. Get a candid of somebody sitting there, and then we can look back and be like, oh, this was a good one. Mm, we agree to disagree. Yeah, of course. Um, last thing, loving, uh, because I don't think we mentioned this in December, uh, is Clubhouse. I yeah. went to my first Clubhouse talk today, um, and I participated, and I just felt like a real badass because <laughs> I'm, you know, one of the original founding Clubhouse members. Stop it. Clubhouse is in trouble, though, right now, because uh, people are exposing that they, they had... Remember when we joined in, what mm-hmm. was that, November mm-hmm. or October, mm-hmm. something like that? They yeah. had a white woman as the icon. Yeah. Since so many black people have been on it, they changed their front icon to a black guy, and a lot of people are calling them out, and Clubhouse is avoiding answering the question, which is never good for PR, is avoidance. But yeah, Clubhouse is a great app for right now. It's a great app to meet certain people Mm. like to have a discussion with certain people there is a lot of foolishness on it though yeah a lot of foolishness so you know use it at your own discretion it's (laughs) it's great though i I do think it's entertaining definitely for people going there to look for information from experts Mm -hmm. if you're going for that yeah it's pretty good it's like a live format podcast basically yeah yeah Yeah. like a radio show Okay, guys, we've reached the category of things that Liz is hating. Uh-oh. And she looked Any, right across and, the table at me. Oh, man. <laughs> and smirking. Anything else you'd like to add to the loving category before we move on? No, nah, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. Hating. Okay. Uh-oh. Tone change. You can start. Uh, my first I? thing. One thing I'm hating. This, these are all small little things. When you unsubscribe from emails and they keep emailing you. Yes huge infuriating thing to me i i we i've talked to court about this before i've ranted before and i had to rant about it here because i agree irks me truly on that note i told you what to do though is market is phishing market is spam as well and block them (sighs) that's the only way randstad used to spam me like that and they kept doing it it's bothering because you and I both have had email listservs. Yeah. We've, we do email marketing. We know what that's like. Mm-hmm. We know exactly how it works when it's like, it's automated. You don't have to go in and remove the person. As soon as they do unsubscribe, it unsubscribes for them. Yeah. So I don't understand it either. I agree with you. <sighs> you know, this is kind of on a loving, hating list. Um, because I have been very frustrated lately by the number of push notifications that apps have been giving. Mm-hmm. Um, Starbucks push notifications me like five times a week. About what? I just, well, the thing is, so the weird shit, to answer your question, they, they message you, the most recent one was protein crack your breakfast. Like some stuff like that. Like what? 
This isn't like a coupon. This is just a picture of a protein burrito. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't think. And I don't think companies understand that they're gonna lose people with push notifications now. They're so aggressive with that. Yeah. And so, what Cord and I have both done is we've turned off push notifications on our phone for almost. You've all educated of that. me on that. I didn't even think about that. The problem is, it won't send you the alert, but then it'll give you still the notification bubble that you have to go in there and clear it out. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I haven't experienced that. So on certain ones, I do, I have it off, but then I still have to go in there and clear it off. I will say for you, might be able to remove that too. Huh? Yeah, I might have to. I, I will just say if you haven't tried this, just turn off all your push notifications, is because it'll bring you so much sanity. Oh my goodness, without a doubt, it's been a world changer for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm anybody out there, just go to your settings, turn off your push notifications for everything Mm -hmm. except your messaging. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by messaging is text messages. Mm-hmm. Facebook message, turn it off. All Instagram, turn it off. Any social media or shopping thing, turn it off. They're not sending you anything useful. Mm-hmm. But if it's text messages or phone calls, yeah. leave it on. Email, leave it on. Yeah, absolutely. But I I think that's like a life hack that not enough people use. I do not want my phone pinging. I also obviously have mine to be silent throughout the night, but... Um, okay. On that, when we're talking in the vein of marketing, it's just, you know, as someone who does marketing for her job in a half-assed manner, um, one thing is I've had frustration with is people who are marketing to skincare. The skincare industry has gotten out of control see, I don't know with marketing Please. to women. Educate us because I don't see those Okay. Ads. So there's this brand, to start, there's this brand called Tula, which I don't know. They get every single influencer I've ever followed, they must pay bank, promotes these Tula products. And they're like $50 bottles of lotion, basically, for your face. And Jesus. $50 is cheap. There are women's skincare brands that charge two, $300 a bottle. I kid you not. Wow. And... They're all basically the same shit, in, okay? <laughs> like, there's not really a difference in quality in these. I forget that company I used to see as a teen on Cartoon Network. They used to play the same commercial over and over and over and have all these celebrities doing it. It was like some acne kit you buy. Yeah, proactive. Proactive, yes. Okay, but that's actually, like, medically whatever. So. But I heard once you stop using it, your face goes back to... Yeah. Yeah, that's not helpful. Right, so... The skincare industry has gotten truly deeply out of control and they're just, every influencer is talks about their skincare routine and nobody cares. And if I followed these ads from from all of these different freaking women talking about what moisturizer they use, I would be so poor. It's really frustrating to me that they're preying on women's insecurity, that they don't have clear skin. That's what all companies are doing. Or even if they do, if you don't have clear skin they're trying to sell you something to fix it if you do have clear skin they're trying to be like oh but you need this so you don't age (laughs) either way you gotta buy something either way (laughs) it's so frustrating even though that stuff ages you so i'm just really had it with this invented skincare industry which is just a way to get insecure women to spend their money i mean that's that's every industry is about insecurity oh yeah you and i were talking about that the other day i was like 
you know, the only proven way to lose weight is caloric deficit. Oh, without that is, a doubt. by science, the only single proven way. And yet, the billions of dollar industry around fitness and around diets and supplements and diet this way, diet that way, this Just is eat new less diet. than you work out. Yeah. The calories you put in should be less than the ones you burn. There's no scientific evidence to support anything else people are pushing. Well, because all of them are based on that one principle. Yeah. They still come down to that foundation. Exactly. It's just different ways of getting there, which is the foolishness. Yeah. But the ones that are like, eat a slab of bacon and a block of cheese every day. <laughs> I ain't heard what? that one. I like that one. That's keto. Anything bacon, I'm for. Oh, you know God. what keto can say if they're promoting bacon no they can say, yeah, they're good people they're good people no so yeah that is uh a little just the preying on the insecurity has been really frustrating is that all your hates oh no i've got three oh, more oh my goodness <laughs> wait you can go no 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 no, no. Keep i can rolling. give you one i have on my list for you no 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 go i'm just going for it yeah i want you to go, 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 I'll, go. I'll give you my one hate at the end no it's not me <laughs> We don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> okay. Thing I'm, we're on the social media vein. Thing I'm hating. People who take post pictures of themselves getting the vaccine. Oh, yeah. That's foolishness. It, so I have a lot of friends from college who are nurses. Uh, and they all are, like, boasting. Oh, my God. I got my vaccine. Like, look at me. Look at me. Um... And it's frustrating on so many levels. First of all, Brittany, I know you're a nurse. Like, I don't need to see a picture of you getting the vaccine to know that you're vaccinated. <laughs> Did you just call her by name? <laughs> I mean, aren't all nurses named Brittany? Uh, okay. No comment, man. No comment. So, Jeez. but I'm just like... You're getting this so huge... every audience member that we had that was a nurse is done. <laughs> they turned it off. So, okay. But, like, do you need the 274 likes for getting vaccinated? Yes, because right now it's trending. Same as Black Lives Matter was a trend. Yo, it was cool to post a black square and say you support black business and do everything else because you needed the likes. Not you specifically, but Brittany needed the likes. Now she's posting a vaccine because it guarantees her likes. She's not posting content that is actually her, like she would enjoy posting. She's a slave to the machine itself. So she's posting things she knows gonna get likes. And vaccine's one of them. Well, there were some people who got roasted this week for like wealthy white people posting that they got the vaccine, even though they shouldn't have been on the list to get the vaccine. I don't know if you saw all this. No, nah, I don't, I don't. So I have no interest in the vaccine anyways. So. Okay, but. What I'm saying is people who aren't on the list to get the vaccine, the wealthy white people are finding ways to get it before everyone else. And it's a huge class issue because the people because people most affected by COVID are black people or people of color and yet they're they're trying to go in their own neighborhood to get the vaccine when they're on the list to be up to go get it. And all the spots in their neighborhood are taken by white people. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that at all. I, it, it is pissing me off because I see Brittany get her fucking vaccine and yet these old people of color who really could get COVID aren't getting theirs. Like my friend whose father had to dro- drive four hours to get it. That is absurd. That I do find absurd. But again, I would I think the nurses have to first 
so that way they don't have an excuse not to be at work. Like, you got the shot, go to work. Like, that's the problem I have with the teachers. Is is some of them, the ones in Chicago, or whatever they said they wouldn't go back and unless they got the shot. They got the shot now. They just don't want to go back. It's like, yo, what is it? It's a slippery slope at that point. So it, that's that's my problem, and that's why I hate unions. Hmm. So yeah, vaccine pictures. Pass on that. Nah, Re- post them. Re- report as spam is what you said. Report as spam. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, report it. But okay. no, go ahead and post it. I need pictures of that vaccine document, so go ahead and post it. Okay. Two more. <laughs> I'm just looking at you. You should see the glare that I just give him. And, yeah, man. And I just, I, I acknowledge what he says when it's reckless by just glaring at him. So, yeah. That, that's All right, let's go. Uh, two more things. Uh, this I've said before, and I would like to reiterate it because there has been a lot of cancel culture in the last month. Which is foolishness. And I would like to state for the record that cancel culture is bullying. Absolutely. 100%. And I don't want to be silent on this because there's so much bullying that goes on online and people call it cancel culture. Like, that person deserves it because they did X. It's never right to belittle somebody on the internet. And Wait, belittle anyone anywhere. Yes, exactly. And we haven't talked or been on Unless this you're a kid. <laughs> I think it builds character as kids. We haven't done this podcast since the inauguration and um, but I didn't want to leave it unaddressed. I think that I wanna say that it was really frustrating to me, even though what people did when they stormed the Capitol was wrong and even though I don't personally agree with Trump and I think that he is you know whatever that is I think that there are a lot of things that happened that people said that was just straight up bullying and it was just unacceptable yeah that storming the Capitol thing I don't really carry the way I don't find that as a problem countries do it all over the place when their democratic leaders or their leaders get out of hand People storm and go get those Democratic leaders. I think that's what we need to do as a country. That's me. That People can say whatever they want. I don't really care. To me, our political system is not working right now. It's not working. And for anyone that says Biden is the guy, that is not the case. That guy is just the establishment as everyone else. He's an old white guy. As much as we've been talking about old white men not running the country, you just elected an old white guy. Mm-hmm. So all of that stuff was foolishness. Trump was one of the most popular people in black culture prior to him running in uh, in the election. So everyone's saying Trump's a bad guy, Trump's a bad guy, Trump's a bad guy, but LeBron James took photos with him and hung out with him. He was in every, damn near every rap song. So that's why I don't believe any of this stuff. And it's only people that aren't in black culture that say Trump is the racist. Trump wasn't a racist prior to running, so I won't even get into that part. But yeah, all that that stuff, man, is foolishness. A lot of that election stuff is foolishness. All, a lot of this, our political system is foolishness. But and I do believe that bullying. if you see people, I mean, it's just ridiculous because adults are doing exactly what they try to teach their children not to do. Yeah. And the same adults that are saying, oh, I want to teach my child tolerance. Yeah, that's BS. What was the the knife guy? We we posted a photo. Yeah. And somebody And he said something about like he can't celebrate or something like that yeah that he's a white business owner 
Yeah. And people around us attacked them. Mm-hmm. And I messaged them like, yo, man, you're good. Don't pay no attention to that. Because mm-hmm. that's foolishness. Mm-hmm. Like, if the shoe is on the other foot, if the culture swings the other way, are you okay with being attacked just like you're attacking other people? Mm-hmm. If you are, then cool. You're staying consistent. I respect it. But if you don't want to be attacked the same way they're being attacked, then, you know, that probably ain't the right thing to do. So that's my problem with it. But I got a lot of different views on a lot of this stuff, so. He, he's giving his holding back face. Yeah, man, because it bothers me. Yeah. This stuff bothers me. Just like the Black Lives Matter being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. I think it's stupid. I don't think Black Lives Matter did anything for any of us. For any black people, it didn't. It didn't do anything for any black people that I know. They still living in poverty. What, we got a few statues knocked down, and that sounds great, but it didn't actually do anything. Like, it, nothing actually changed. So I, I don't think it actually helped. Now, what's the young lady's name from Atlanta, you said? Stacey Abrams. Her? Yo, man. She deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. She deserves it. But I, I don't, I, yeah, man, I don't know. It, it bothers me that they even champion companies that when Black Lives Matter first came out, the company spoke out against it and said how problematic it was for society. Then when Black Lives Matter became popular, those same companies turned around and said it was a great thing for society. That's a problem for me. That's a problem. And I don't support Black Lives Matter at all. But for companies to switch like that and for us to champion them for supporting it now, that's a problem. Yeah, it's also a problem when you, and this brings me to our last point for today, it's also a problem when you only talk about black people and Black History Month and you don't talk about black people you talk about five specific black specific. people and specific points with them you don't talk about anything in terms yeah, that's, that's why I say there shouldn't be a Black History Month add them into history add black people into history and not just the, the five that you whitewash and make mainstream right and that that's and it could be a naive concern but that's my concern with ripping down monuments mm-hmm is like, no, 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 no. I want to know who rocks the Confederate flag. Because I want to know who doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Yo, I want to make sure they don't go through history 20 years from now and be like, oh, no, this country never had racism. Mm-hmm. We never had the Confederate flag. Like, just try and erase it as if it never happened. And now they're trying to revisit it. And now we're trying to figure out, like, oh, there's no evidence of racism in this country. That's what I'm, that's what I'm scared of. Mm-hmm. Is them erasing it now. And they're making it look like it's for blacks. But really it's for... The white America that doesn't want to see that anymore because mm-hmm. they don't want to feel guilty so they just erase it as if it never happened and then when it comes up later it's like what what are you talking about that what no we didn't have that there yeah or like we've said before it's you're this is symbolic progress and so it's visual we can see yeah that progress so it's distracting us from the fact that no real progress it's, is being nothing's made. happening man yeah. Nothing's happening. Yeah. It's really frustrating because even though we've talked about taking, doing whatever symbolic measures in Boston, as you know, Rock's Prep is still not on the Boston planning agenda. Right. So nothing is actually changing. If yeah. Even if those people have a Black Lives Matter sign in their front yard in West Roxbury, oh my gosh. they still aren't voting for... And that's what I said. This yeah. would be the perfect time. 
because all of them have those signs. So you send somebody to go get them to sign off on now being approving of having that school in their area. And let's see how fast they turn you away. Because everybody's got signs in the yards now. Yeah. So definitely just really consider what the actual change is and uh, or what they're trying to distract you from. Yeah. So on it. Outside of that, you done? Yeah. Okay. I'm hating the influx of weather change because it's messed with my eczema. Here and right now? Between both. I mean, between here and Florida to here and then here day to day. It's flared up my eczema very badly. You're beautiful to me. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, but it doesn't fix my eczema at all <laughs> because it's not about being beautiful. It's about it, like my face bleeding and like other things. So appreciate that, though. Okay. Well, um, we're headed to Antigua, and so that's going to be a great environment for our skin. Yeah, it'll be terrible uh, because it'll go from Boston cold to there and then back into the Boston cold, you know? Okay, so you want to just move to Antigua. I mean, yeah, preferably, yeah. <laughs> yeah that would be nice. All right, get a shipping container. Send our stuff down. Yeah, no, you're not about that life. <laughs> you need to be near your family. Oh, man. I should buy a new bathing suit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Honeymoon's off. Oh, man. Yeah, can't wait to sit in that little pool, eat our floating dinner. Oh, I'm ordering everything on the menu. Twice. Yeah, twice. So, I think Court's about to eat those chocolate chip cookies that I made. Yeah, we'll they see, look we'll good. See. Um, thanks for listening to our rants. Um, next time I'll try to have more uh, uplifting topics, but uh, th- we will... Be in touch soon. Yes, indeed. Enjoy. Peace. We'd love to hear from our listeners. We randomly select questions to read at the end of every show. You can submit one at my website, elizabethmroche.com slash Lucyland. To stay in touch, my Instagram handle is uh, at elizabethmroche, E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-M-R-O-C-H-E. And mine is at Cortland Bluford, C-O-U-R-T-L-A-N-D-B-O-U-F-O-R-D. We'll link to images, videos, and other content related to this episode in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please subscribe, plus rate us in the app store, and share it with family and friends. Talk to you next time. Bye.